Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? at number 89 on the nice list it's a very special christmas episode of films and filth that's right merry crema give me your christmas give me your christmas sorry it, it's just coming out <laughs> of me it's it's a five timer it's like a 10 timer by this point uh if you want to make sure you're on the nice list then throw a bible at a man's head at a christmas eve service <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, we can start with the fun stuff. Uh, yes, it is Films and Filth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. This is The Hunt. This it's is Hang our... 10. Hanging 10 <laughs> with The Hunt. Um, that's Hang 10 there. This is this is Matt Comages here. No, that was a joke on the, the Danish spelling of this film's name. Oh, okay. I would just yeah, change I mean... your name. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you can call me this... Hang 10. That's you a cool nickname to have. You said this is, so I was like, yeah. What's up, babe? People call me Hang 10. <laughs> Because I'm so tight. <laughs> What's up? I'm Hang Eleven. Okay, there we go. We can go with his names today. I mean, maybe I'll address one of you by a different name at some point in this podcast. But yeah, it is fun. I won't respond. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun that we're right at the cusp of Christmas, and we have a new Christmas classic to um, yep. to <laughs> get in our craw, I guess. And uh, yeah. I, I think it's come out many times on the podcast for Luke and myself in particular. This is like a straight up horror movie. As, <laughs> <laughs> as Luke and I, oh, teach, I teach what small children, but, but we're not, not quite as in depth as this guy. Like we have friend staff that well, takes care of toilet time. We only have them for like an hour. It's not like all day, every day. Um, hmm. So I, well, uh, the thing is you guys teach in a country where that's, you know, kind of xenophobic and you're foreigners teaching in that country in with a justice system that is guilty until proven innocent. So this has to be at least kind of harrowing on, on an existential level, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, should we tell the listeners what the fuck we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, you can you can roll that out if you want. Um, we are watching 2012's The Hunt starring Mads Mikkelsen directed by Someone Vinterberg, I forgot his first name. Um, it's a it's Danish. Like three thousand movies called The Hunt, so all that <laughs> information. Yeah, that's is why it's necessary. better to call it Hong Ten or Jiang Ten, or however you pronounce it. Jiang Ten, okay, we're calling um, Jiang Ten because yeah, this is a this is a Scandi drama. I, I keep saying Danish, I don't actually know if that's correct. Uh, I that... it is Danish. Okay, it's yeah, from, from the Viking part of the world. Um, it's set in Denmark. It seems like maybe the money came from other countries. Like the, okay. as a production, it might be like Swedish too. But yeah, it's it's, oh. it's we, we're going to call it Danish because it's a Danish village. So yes, um, film oh. about a kindergarten teacher wrongfully accused of assaulting a student. So basically, uh, yesterday, Matt, uh, I was talking about doing another podcast, and he said, "Man, yeah, I watched about an hour of the hunt, and I had to take a break because it was too heavy." And I was, I said. I'm pretty sure I'm going to like this movie. And then what happened was I sat down to watch it and I could not stop. And this is my favorite movie of either of the lists so far. Wow. <laughs> okay. This is some Mark shit right here. This sad, is that's a desperate statement. people. Angry. This is in sad. That interesting conversation. This film is very, very good. I don't like it. <laughs> I totally understand that. Okay. I, my, I, I have a slightly less virulent take of this film is very good i'll never watch it again mark is yeah, yeah, yeah. Your new that, Christmas that's, that's, that's more like where i'm at yeah <laughs> i am going there are friends of mine who are on tour and when they come back i'm going to make them watch this i'm going to watch it again for christmas uh this is keep in mind not everyone i'm not going to just go around to everyone i know and make them watch this but a couple of people yeah um <laughs> as mark was saying i did take a break to watch episode three of Chernobyl as one does. <laughs> so I'm afraid uh, to watch that at all. I don't want to watch people melt. I really like Chernobyl. I was, I mean, that's, I was, that's the kind of grim I like because it's so like 
existential and borderline supernatural. Whereas the, this is the kind of grim I don't like because it's so real. Yeah, and I know like... Chernobyl is literally more real, <laughs> but like well, I don't think I'm likely to encounter a nuclear disaster anytime well, you're soon. You're not that far away from one, <laughs> but <laughs> I might encounter you know just horrific acts of human foolishness. I I think I've spent a lot more time being afraid of nuclear annihilation than I have been afraid of being accused of assaulting a child. I guess that, that this uh this is you've thing. never been in a classroom full of toddlers and one of them's asked you to draw an, an anime character and then you scroll down first past the first page and have to quickly scroll back up. <laughs> because no, you I have not just done showed that. them hardcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I know, ninety nine percent of anime is hardcore pornography. But uh-huh. they'll figure yeah, they'll figure Ampamon that out soon enough. They don't know already. You that so soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rule thirty four Ampamon. Oh, oh God. it's out oh, there. It's out there. No, I, I, if All right, well, let's for those play the that... game. How many results? <laughs> uh, oh, I agree to the terms of know, service. Is a superhero in Japan with a red bean head, and he, he saves the children of Japan by letting them huh. eat his head. <laughs> Only two pages. <laughs> okay, well, there's, there's two answers. Wow. One oh, for my the God. character and one for the franchise. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. There's one where he has a a baguette for a dick and it is so funny <laughs> a- anyway i was what was i gonna say that that actually just erased whatever i was gonna say there was oh, come on. you know what's depressing is i was expecting a lot of humorous ones of Van pan man specifically yeah but there's a lot of i don't think they're a joke of the female characters which is like come That's, on it it's always just sad yeah, I'm not 34. making a search, I guess. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not searching I, this on my computer. <laughs> I forgot to even go into private mode for that. That's Oops. how that's where my brain is. Well, um, did did you go into I made a summary mode for this one? Yes, I did. Okay. I made a summary. I guess do that before we talk about the specifics of the punching, because everybody wants to do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Lucas is a kindergarten teacher living in a small Danish town with his dog Fanny. He's struggling with his recent divorce, including custody of his son, Marcus, but all the kids love him and adults like him a lot, too. But his best friend's daughter, Clara, makes accusations about him without really understanding what she's saying. Before long, all the adults, including Clara's family, have turned against him. His girlfriend doesn't believe him, which destroys his relationship, and other children have started making accusations about him, too. Marcus comes into town just as Lucas is arrested, and he makes it a point to visit Clara's family to try and fist fight everyone. Meanwhile, Lucas is released because all the children's stories involve a basement that he doesn't actually have. Even though things are cleared up legally, someone throws a rock through his window and Fanny later turns up dead. And then Lucas is unable to buy groceries without physically destroying a butcher and fighting several employees at a store that does not want his business. Lucas then goes to Christmas Eve service and can't make it very long without physically assaulting Clara's father, Theo, who at this point knows that he was probably wrong. After Clara basically confesses to making it all up, Theo brings some food and wine to Lucas as a peace offering, which he reluctantly accepts. A year later, all seems to be well, and everyone seems to like Lucas again. Marcus is going on his first hunt as a rite of passage, but ev- but someone fires at Lucas, barely missing his head. Lucas can't see who it is due to the glare of the sun, and neither do we. But they reload and disappear into the forest. <clears throat> it might be Theo. Should I not have said Theo? Oh well. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Danish. I got. I got yeah. Dutch blood. Apparently, I could do like I could. Oh, I got Dutch member. blood. What's up? <laughs> I got all my hands right driving. now. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say this is one where you know I kind of spoiled just so I could hold on to the uh, narrative thread properly. But yeah, the shot at the end was still a nice jump scare, even though I knew it was coming. That 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 was oh. a well done jump scare. I I just jumped a little bit in my chair when that happened. So I was glad I didn't know because I was genuinely. You know, obviously, genuinely stressed out of what's actually going to happen. Mm, yeah. Well, there are two ways of going about it. So there's one. There's my way and the and the right way. Um, <laughs> I had the wrong way, which is that I was too stressed out, so I deliberately spoiled myself because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to sit through the film. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> so, yeah. The, for me, I part. I, I understood why I enjoyed this and what would have made me not enjoy it. And 
definitely knowing that the guy didn't molest any kids was a huge relief. I think mm. that if it was ambiguous, it would have been very upsetting. And uh, yeah, that also, puts us in a Kafka land more, right? Than um, oh my god, this is disturbing land. Which Kafka is disturbing. Yeah. It's a different kind of disturbing. And and if this had been made, I don't know, maybe about five or six years later, and it had anything to do with the discussion about cancel culture or Me Too, then it probably would have ruined it. Like this needed. To... Yeah, this is um, it's interesting because when you hear the premise of this film, I kind of think like, oh fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But actually, it's handled so well. It's it's almost a miracle how well it's handled. It feels like yeah. it would be because it, impossible it to do that now. It doesn't really. And I was I was reading some Reddit threads just because I happened to find them when I was sort of looking for cri critical reviews, and some people were saying like, "What they love about this film is that you can't really hate any party in this story." But on the other hand, like. Some people were saying, oh, I absolutely do hate everyone in this village. <laughs> it's so it You, you so can close. kind of go both ways. It's like I almost hated Clara, but I just sort of couldn't. Yeah. And because like, I just feel like she's going to grow up. To, yeah. <laughs> she's going to grow up to know what happened. Eventually, she's going to realize whatever, yeah. however this turns out, she's going to know something. And it's going to haunt her forever. Because I know if if any of this stuff had happened when I was a kid. I would have I would just never be able to sleep again. Mm. Yeah, I, I wake up upset because like, you know, I said something mean to another kid when I was younger. If I yeah, had exactly. memories like this that were waking me up in the middle of the night, like. <laughs> yeah, for real. If you had caused supermarket bras with grown ass men. I mean, I did no, call no, supermarket no, I... bras with grown ass men for different reasons. I worked at the supermarket. <laughs> I, I would sleep very soundly if I'd, like, what was it? Sucker headbutted a butcher so I could just buy some pork chops and just said I get, I'm entitled to buy pork chops and then <laughs> bought the pork chops. I would sleep very well after that, except I probably would be very wounded, but, you know. Mark, would you like this movie It didn't have that the church beat down? <laughs> If it if it wasn't for the violence and any of the part where Marcus is trying to slap a guy who's like six feet tall, um, <laughs> I'm I probably would not have liked it as much. It just yeah, I think that it, the film is well paced, and if it hadn't had those kind of moments, it wouldn't be as well paced because it has danger of being very slow, right? Like this is an hour and fifty five mm -hmm. minutes, yeah, of a man being very sad. So like yeah. you know, yeah, there's. A lot of potential for it to not be a fun watch it, but it's, it, it seems of, like that and little outbursts and moments that keep it alive i think it feels kind of adjacent to the fourth rambo movie where that sort of rambo is sad and then rambo pops off and kills a bunch of people and then then rambo goes back to being sad well, my favorite thing about the fourth rambo movie is that the moral of the story is that violence is good <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like a character in it who's like a priest who abhors violence, and his big character moment is at the end he beats a man to death with a rock, <laughs> and that's yeah. him learning his lesson about the way of the world. I, I was thinking of Cronenberg's A History of yeah. Violence, which has violence yeah. as something that just erupts sometimes, which I think is kind oh. of what happens in this movie. Well, Mads Mikkelsen's uh, physique is a lot like Viggo Mortensen in that film. How he just feels that might the, be one of my I'm thinking about it. Yeah, one of my first notes was like. He is giving off Clark Kent vibes. He looks impossibly like tall and strong. I but... think what it is is that he's surrounded by sort of, you know, Scandi drama TV actors, and here's Hollywood superstar Mads Mickelson amongst them. I don't. Was I think... he a Hollywood superstar at this point? Or he's was already he already been at Casino Royale. That's oh, okay. true. Uh, that's yeah. pretty much put him on the map in the in the and you know the English speaking but world. Even if he wasn't when he was filming, when we're watching, he is. I mean, and, you know, there's I'm some seeing... actors you just you see them and it's like, that's not a mere mortal. That's that's a superstar. <laughs> I mean, at, I I just saw him as world's okayest dad from Death Stranding. <laughs> yep. I'm having a look Where's at my his baby? Uh, career before this, which he, uh, let's see. Uh, a Norse warrior in Valhalla Rising, a, a self-sacrificing leader of the King's Guard in Clash of the Titans. Um, mm -hmm. 
I mean, these aren't the big, this, these aren't the giant things we know them for. I right? mean, I would have seen Clash of the Titans in theater, but I don't remember Mads Mikkelsen even being in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, but yeah, it's, it's, he wouldn't have stuck out before. So this is kind of, I think, the um, pivot point where he was not just the James Bond villain for uh, English audiences. Okay, Hannibal starts in 2013, a year after this. So I think that's what mm -hmm. really got him on everyone's. Um, that's when people started going to bang him. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm wanting to bang him from watching this. Uh, of course, he's a you good looking strange, butt. but you barely notice. Yeah. I mean, he, he is very good in that. It's just that he's playing a really dull Marvel villain. Yeah, I know. That's my point. Uh, I don't yeah. actually remember. Oh, God, he ended up. That in... was the Fantastic no, I, Beast movies. He the bit I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like the third actor they got to play Grindelwald because they kept. <laughs> well, first they had a really good. Um, Colin Farrell, whichever one it was. I think it's Colin Farrell or Colin, one of the Collins. I uh, put mm. in a really good performance, but oh, that was just him in disguise. Then they switched to Johnny Depp, who put in a terrible performance. And then they to get Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp. was <laughs> kind of cancelled for a while there. And uh, yeah, now then they got Mads Mikkelsen in. What, what was the final? Who they should have just on, had all along. On the, yeah, yeah, really. What, what, um, what? Johnny Depp was found guilty in a British court, found innocent in American court, and the court of public opinion seems to be that like people like him more than they like Amber Heard, so they've decided to believe he's innocent. Oh, I, yeah, I, I personally it sounds feel like, like actually probably... they were just it was a very toxic relationship, and they were both yeah. shitty to each other. Might be the closest thing to a truth, but that's my take on it. Is it feels like this? It's like the revenge movie of relationships where they just brought out the worst in each other and became worse and worse together and mm -hmm. yeah i'm just saying they gone girl each other right <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> that, that's but... the impression i had okay anyway back to mads whose personal life doesn't seem to have anything horrible at least on the weekend looking at so yay <laughs> good <laughs> yeah it would be really awkward if he came out as a wrong at this point yeah after this film <laughs> he's he's been married for since 2000 okay he's yeah there's nothing no skinny on him on the wiki at least okay because usually they got at least like these days there is that one like you know this one time <laughs> one time yeah, well, yeah. in japan just cheating on your wife is treated the way like turning out to be a kitty diddler is treated in the west jesus like yeah like they hate um ken watanabe here because he cheated on his wife wow but then again, they also like cancel pop starlets just for having a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a huge problem. <laughs> they're more desirable like, if they're single. K-pop stuff is the same way, right? It's like you just don't tell anybody. Yeah, it's it's all pretty fucked. <sighs> I know one of my favorite moment ever on Japanese news, and I'm again I've yeah. mentioned it before, but when the dude from SMAP ran naked through a Tokyo park, and three days later they had constructed this giant model of like three blocks of Tokyo, like showing like where he went on his naked rampage. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that, that yeah, was... I love that they instead of having like CG reconstructions, they have cute little handmade ones on the Japanese news. Yeah, this, <laughs> that's like great. There's, there's this like, you know, like 25 year old lady who clearly was up last night like crafting this thing uh, with cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I um, charming. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about uh on the scale of child actors, Aniko Widerkop. I, I was actually thinking, I thought all the child acting in this was great. And then it occurred to me, maybe I just think that because they're not speaking English. So I can't tell awesome. if they're bad. <laughs> I get this. This is the thing that that kind of threw me was that she acted. Her acting was so like adult like that. I thought that we were going to be told that somebody else was molesting her later in the movie. Which mm. did anybody else have that thought? Well, someone did sexually molest her, which is her brother who fucking showed her hardcore pornography. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but, but it was like, like a theo that is or... that is abusing a child. Okay, Mark, that, that's there. There's one scene where she's back with her brother, like much later in the movie. And that's the one moment mm. where I thought that might something like that might happen because yeah, we've already sort of been oh, that brother just you know offhandedly started destroyed a man's life you know what well, sort of a thing is that it's you know well known that when kids are sexually assaulted that they'll say weird things 
exploit without really knowing what they're talking about mm. because it's like trauma that they can't possibly hope to process. But um, I'm I'm kind of glad there wasn't any actual you know, stuff that, that that made it more much more palatable Just to me. Beatdowns. It's not like enjoy. Once Upon a Time in the West podcast favorite reference. Or sorry, Once Upon a Time in America where there's just the sexual assault that you watch for no reason. And then nobody cares really about slowly. it again. Yeah, this yeah. is the opposite of that. It's all Fallout without the sexual assault being thrown in there. Yeah, maybe I just like Fallout better than I like watching someone get sexually assaulted. Wow, how about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you watch the assault and then there's basically no consequences. I mean, there's other yeah, consequences, there's no but not point. to that. It's like they were on a date. <laughs> you know just oh, yeah you know if you're going to use something like that you have to be saying something yes yeah, this is a film that's all saying something yeah so i guess the flashpoint this is what you were saying you you ever at least luke said everyone in this uh movie was likable i, do I wanna... didn't i i said that was an opinion i'd mm. seen people have oh okay because i was i wanted to put uh the headmaster lady with greta is that how you say yeah it? okay <laughs> i want to uh, put not her everyone a bit under in the this, microscope not everyone in this <laughs> well... is handles everything well but no one i don't think yeah. anyone in this film is a villain is my point yeah i didn't want to see greta get beaten to death for saying things like we're absolutely sure that he did something after a few you know a game of telephone after with herself a guy who wasn't even like a psychiatrist or anything. I think he was just like a plumber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gave her the yeah. most leading questions in history. But again, it's like I, I saw that clearly happening and that made it easier. If I if I sort of turned around and if if I thought that if it felt like that wasn't at least kind of not earned, but if it didn't feel realistic, then it would have been a lot more enraging. Mm. Also, again, I'm not a teacher. So it's like the first time I saw Jaws, it didn't really scare me because I can't swim and I'd never really been in the ocean. Mm. And I realized that much later it was like, oh, it wasn't really that scary because I can't envision myself swimming in the ocean. It's impossible. I I'm like to swim with dead. the fishies so I can get it. Well, you could. Yeah. Although maybe not when I first saw Jaws and I haven't seen Jaws in a very long time. Is Jaws on our list? I don't no. think so. We uh, talking about maybe if Jaws was on the list, Jurassic Park wasn't. I'd have been furious. Uh, Jaws sequels are on the list. I think. Yeah, the Jaws other list. Four is on <laughs> the list. Not all of them. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we may. Yeah, I guess when we bonus. when we do CD. when we do the bad Jaws, we should probably do a good Jaws as a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> as a treat. So, uh, so here's fun trivia: is that Thomas Bo Larson, who played uh, Theo or Teo, was drunk the whole was, time. Yeah, and he kept dropping his fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> You're just growing a beard. Yeah, when I saw the picture of him online with no beard, I was like, what? He definitely <laughs> changes his face. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't pick up on that he was loaded the whole time, except for the scenes where he was uh, supposed to be loaded, I guess. It makes sense. I mean, you I know, got the impression that in this society, everyone is loaded all the time, <laughs> which is very yeah. familiar to me as a Brit. <laughs> okay, that, yeah. that could be the case, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I have friends who are very of like off the boat Danish blood. You know, you know them, uh, Alex and his two sisters. Oh, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. They they like you drinks. They like yeah. Them. I thought that was more of like, well, there's also the you know Atlanta party scene would you know sort of assume uh, be the case, but sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I you know it's probably part nature, part nurture. Yeah. Who else do we have here? I don't have the actor names, but there's there's Marcus, who another a pretty he good child name. Of, yeah, he's actor. good too. Yeah, he was good because what was he like 15, 16, something like that? Maybe a little younger. I mean, he went and yeah, he went hard on this. He's trying to like slap slap children and fight adults. It was really yeah. fun. And yeah, yeah. also it it felt yeah, and it felt like he what didn't a feel teenager predictable. Would do. You know, the thing is he didn't feel predictable as a like child of divorce he sort of um he felt again he felt real like most of these characters and likable i was sort of ready for him to just be like a problem but yeah you did well, i i was also i was fully expecting him to just turn on his dad yeah like that would have been the more predictable way to take this story that but i love that there were characters who stood by him and characters who didn't 
And some yeah, of the I ones mean, you'd expect to stand by him didn't. Some of the ones you'd expect to turn on him, they didn't. Even outside well, that with the, the whole divorcee situation, it's like, you know, most movies would be like, oh, yeah, his his ex-wife is a bitch, you know, and his son either hates one of them. But they make it clear, like, oh. they've split up, but they're not, like, screaming at each other too much, you know? Like, mm. there's gray areas in the, in the relationship in all ways. Like, you start feeling a little sorry for the mom whom you never meet, you know? Well, it's fact, like the, you, the only you get... couple we see fighting are the couple who are together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you, you get those like this good writing you get the seeds planted at the beginning the mom tells him over the phone that marcus is uh embarrassed because he's a teacher and then later you realize marcus is absolutely not embarrassed of him being a teacher and that was just something that you know it's just something that his ex-wife said because sometimes people just say things to hurt you mm -hmm. or just misinterpret stuff or maybe marcus was embarrassed who knows? It's it's a uh, oh, probably she's embarrassed, right? Like, yeah, people that's... project things. That's how this whole situation comes about, right? I had and a like friend in the real world. We are the people who love accusing anyone queer of being a groomer are the people most likely to actually do anything to kids. Oh yeah, he who smelt it dealt it. Yep. Which is one reason why I was interested that there wasn't actually anyone. Um, there was no actual abuse had gone on. This is because, sort of yeah, again the more, the less interesting film would have been like, oh, she's accusing Lucas, but actually, you know, this other character was guilty. But no, it was just <laughs> she she'd heard yeah. something rude from her brothers and she used it because she was grumpy. Well, th yeah, there's a lot of cases of this in history. I think mostly in the U.S., but I don't know about <clears throat> Europe. But there's the McMartin preschool trial is the best example where basically kids were just kind of coached, but part of it, one of the people who was the main person driving the whole thing was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Mm. So she was saying, uh, saying that kids told her all sorts of things that were kind of crazy. Uh, that's where the satanic people panic started, was it? Yeah, that's part of the satanic panic. Uh, people at daycare had sexual encounters with animals Peggy drilled a child under the arms and Ray flew in the air. I'd like what? <laughs> anyway, that sounds like my late night notes. As <laughs> in when I'm falling asleep at the computer but still typing notes, which I've done a few times and I've typed some really bizarre stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure not to accuse anybody at your school. Yeah, <laughs> unless they're unless they're actually doing something. Right, right. <laughs> Which, God, I hope you don't have to deal with that. I should hope not, but yeah, you never know. But that's the thing in this movie. People do unpredictable things, but nobody's motivation seems like wrong hmm. everyone's mo the motivation is clear even the, if the actions are sometimes unpredictable. Which, gee, that's kind of like life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, especially in the UK, this kind of witch hunting for imagined pedophiles is so rife because we've got such a horrible history of actual pedophiles i mean jimmy savile i mean what the entire yeah, bbc he... and like ruling class Jim just being yeah. in on it for decades has obviously prince... made the country pretty paranoid about that kind of thing and you got which one was it Johnny... prince Chris or Prince something. Andrew. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, right? Okay. <laughs> Call him Chris. Probably Whatever. Prince all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's no mist. It's when people talk about like um the QAnon conspiracy, right? About how the elites are all pedophiles who eat children's blood or whatever. And mm -hmm. the reason it's so infuriating is because, like, yeah, that's true. It's just not the ones you keep accusing of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And the thing is, you know, Pizzagate took place in a basement that didn't exist, but it still happens. Yeah. Don't even need, you know, like. The problem is all the people photographed on Epstein's Island are the ones these people like, so they don't want to bring that up. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, there's plenty of photos of uh, Don... Elon Musk with Ghislaine Maxwell. I think they the last be... five presidents. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think everyone's off yeah. him by now. Are are there still people into Musk? Oh, he's got his yeah. he's got his fans. They're oh. fucking infuriating. Okay. <laughs> I, I think the main difference is just that mainstream media is criticizing him now. Like that's yeah. the main thing. I, I which I is why he's turning people. further and further towards like 
all the the right wing conspiracy people because they're the ones who are going to be like, oh well, if the mainstream media is criticizing you, you must be good actually. Yeah, they're the most loyal fan base you can get. You don't even have to do anything that's good at all, and they lo- they love you. <laughs> you don't have to hate the people they hate. But yeah, I'll look at comment sections on blogs that I read, and people will be like, oh well. Whatever the Verge just has it in for Elon Musk, don't they? It's like no, they're just reporting things that that exist. Yeah, it must be annoying when facts feel like attacks to your worldview. <laughs> uh huh. I hope I never have to deal. I hope I never feel like that. Well, that's what happens here. People get their mindset, and then you know, any some of the actual truths, you know, are unaccepted because no, we've already accepted this is the truth, though. So. We're not changing our mind. Well, that's why I really love the ending. The ending of this film is like, yeah, everyone has probably accepted that he's telling the truth, but it's not that easy to change how you feel about someone. Yeah. Like I can like um, academically or like intellectually be like, oh, he's innocent of that crime. But I'm still looking at this guy who I spent a year in my head. This guy is a child molester. It's not easy to switch that switch off and be look at him and be like, oh, that's just that nice guy that I know. And and in a village of what is it, a thousand or less? What did they say? Uh, I don't know, remember if they said, but it, the impression I got was like some of the villages I've lived in, which is like, yeah, a thousand would be a big town to them. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're probably I, talking I, a couple hundred. I broke my brain by watching more videos about Svalbard and Longyearbyen last night, so now I just remember hmm. the numbers of people living there. I only know Svalbard from listening to the White Vote. Okay. Anyway, I think it's a thousand in Longbury and, and then the Russian town four hundred. Those numbers are stuck in my head, is why I said both of them. Where was I? Anyway, in a town that small, a village, as they say, um, he did also perpetrate two very public beatdowns. And even if they were very <laughs> fun to watch, and even if they were weird, he didn't start them. <laughs> he didn't, yeah, but I don't he know did, if it even matters. He did like, become do, a public brawler for a week. I don't know if they care in Denmark. No, nah, I, I think that matter. was just that was just boys having fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I was that, that the supermarket. butcher was like probably brain damaged. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, damn! That was a good headbutt. I mean, my uh, so my, good. my note is just headbutt exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a holly jolly Christmas plus bleeding head trauma. <laughs> yep. It's a heady buddy Christmas. But um, I was like, doesn't he? Get, I mean, even if he's mildly justified, even if it's boys having fun, there's blood on the ground. Don't, don't they all get arrested at this point? He gets rearrested. Only if someone, only if someone presses charges. Okay. If it's anything like British law, and like everyone was equally involved as everyone else, no one's going to go to the police. They might not even have a police station in that town. He had to take a taxi back from quite a distance when he got arrested. Right. So it's probably right. the kind of community where they don't go to the police. Well, he also it made gets the, this serious, you know. He also made the public spectacle of throwing the book at someone at a at a Christmas Eve service. Everybody remembers that. The whole town was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, maybe if, once, called if even. you start to believe he's innocent, then you're going to start to see all of that stuff as justified, right? And you're going to be thinking, man, what a thing he went through. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just but saying also, like, yeah, it's like the church beat down. The yeah. kind of boozing blokes who go hunting culture they seem to have, I don't think they would they would like let a fight get to them. It reminds me of conversations I've had with my female friends who like they'll tell me stories of when they've fallen out with a friend and it goes on for years or whatever. And it's so hard for me to relate because when me and my friends fell out, we would have a punch up and that would be it. We would never think about it again. <laughs> Yeah, my note here is this town should just start a fight club at this point. So, <laughs> which maybe that is what the, the the boys drink and turns into every night. I don't know. They didn't show us <laughs> the end of the evening. That what well, they showed. They showed um, was his name coming home, but uh, I didn't. I, I, Thon. What was his name? I yeah. But I guess Thon? he actually. But Theo. I, Theo, thank you. I'm yeah. Probably thinking of Alien. It's not, it's not Grand guy. Admiral Throne, Matt. Grant when Grant blue enough. Thrawn showed up and, <laughs> and and had the town bowed out to him. I like that scene. Brune, the guy, the the nice guy. Brune had the Godfather. had the boxy Brune. house. Yeah, he had yeah. the boxy house. Yeah, see, that was another. You were mentioning Mark, like if this film had been made 
sort of more during like quote unquote cancel culture era. I think that character would have been like um where Mads accidentally discovers like, oh, the only people who like me now are these weird right wing guys. But it didn't yeah. go down that road. He was just nice. <laughs> yeah. It's that was it's wow. like there's the latter season Bojack Horseman, right? Where he's he's got himself into trouble and suddenly he can only be friends with Mel Gibson. I guess Man. the interesting thing is nobody in this movie has like a real plot twist secret, which is kind of like a mm-hmm. we're not used to seeing that because that's basically, you know, like a unbreakable oh, tenant yeah. of Yeah, we're not we're not used to films being written. Well, okay. Are either of you actually familiar with like Scandinavian drama? Uh, there was a I mean, big I've seen a few Swedish films. That's all I could go with. Yeah, yeah there the was dirty like a, ones. There was like a big, um, not so much in cinema. I think more on TV. There was a big resurgence of it in the last few years with all these like crime dramas. Uh, but I haven't watched any of it. But the impression I've got is that it's it's beloved because it's very very real and naturalistic, and this is a very good example of very real writing. I started check that out. Yeah, that that could be a thing. But uh, yeah, we're definitely from people that have Hollywood movies, you know, shoved in their gullet all the time. I mean, you can't make a Marvel Mm -hmm. film without eight mind blowing secret plot twists. If this was a Marvel (laughs) film and it was just about like Captain America getting accused of of molesting a kid, this would be the the best Marvel film by (laughs) a hundred million percent. Why is Captain America teaching kindergartners now? He probably goes and speaks to schools. Yeah, that's all that's it is. Cap does. Okay. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess the Winter Soldier was sort of about him being accused of molesting America or something. I don't remember. <laughs> Sometimes some... America needs to be molested. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's. I guess someone's going to take. <laughs> yeah, that we're going to isolate that. <laughs> Would Civil War be better if um <laughs> if Cap just like headbutted Iron Man in the middle of a supermarket? Yes. yes. <laughs> I knew the answer. I just wanted to ask it anyway. <laughs> but that's why you got a, such an emphatic answer because everyone knows the answer loudly. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember who did it, but the best thing in that entire movie to me was towards the end when somebody just basically did like a backbreaker on somebody wearing armor and broke. Uh, their it armor. was I yeah. It was um, <laughs> the Winter Soldier did it too. Iron Man. Yeah, super sick. I'm doing it on my weird things where I'm revisiting the Marvel movies, not by watching them for the most part, but by listening to commentaries of them and just uh, hmm. going oh, by what listen, I remember. Listen to Marvel Cools. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Marvel I Cools could. is James and David, who are both were on the Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Uh, Dave had never seen any of the Marvel movies, and then he watched them with James. Right. Huh, following cool. up the Star Calls. So. I, I, yeah, following the up the Star Calls. The thing for me is that the last one I watched in the theater was Ant-Man Quantumania, which I thought I was okay. I haven't seen that or the Marvels yet. Well, this is the thing. I, I went and saw the Marvels. Later, I randomly rewatched the first Ant-Man, and it was shocking to me how much better it was than the, mm-hmm. the recent one. I was I was like, what happened? How did I not notice these get so much worse? That, was, that wasn't even one of my favorite Marvel movies, but it was so obvious how much better it was than what they're doing now. I... Well, we're going to get into weird. the tick of this next year with uh, Infinity War and Endgame, which is a weird nexus of film now. Because, yeah, the last one I saw in the theater was Doctor Strange, I guess. I don't think I've seen one since then. Uh, I liked been... oh, Infinity maybe. War. Oh, no, I watched Guardians. Guardians was like actually good. Oh, I saw Guardians. Yeah, that yes. was good. I kind of separate that out from Modern Marvel because it just felt like the end of that trilogy. Oh, oh, and I think I mentioned my Guardians. Uh, unfortunately, I saw it after work, and uh, and you like I fell took... asleep for an hour of it, right? For for the climax. <laughs> so I just saw, <laughs> I just saw a movie about very depressed people dealing with their problems, and then the end, they melancholically fly off into space. That's the movie I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I, Which actually, I, I guess, is the movie. I mean, the again, yeah. it's a Marvel movie. The climax doesn't even matter. So I got it, you know, with what I saw. I just didn't see the explosions. They rocked me to sleep. I, I liked that a lot because as the end of a trilogy, it didn't do any cheap death scenes. And it was just about, you know what? We're just going to retire. I think making the final film of a series just about retirement is pretty cool. I know I've said that. That's what you said about um, Toy Story Toy 4. Toy Story, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why nobody's watching. Yeah, but it's not okay. There's the Toy fan- Story 5 and 6 coming. Like the fantasy used to be a noble death. And now the fantasy is re- getting to retire at all. 
Yeah, I know which one's more realistic, so. <laughs> yeah. oh, excuse me, my Guardian oh. snap was because I walked 40 kilometers and then, then watched it at, at the late show. Oh, that uh, never stops me. <laughs> well, I took, I didn't stop me, but I took a little nap. <laughs> yeah. No, the only time I take a nap in the theater is when I try and watch a film in Japanese and I just can't, like, keep up with trying to listen for that long. You and eventually up... it just becomes background noise. You stayed up for Godzilla Minus One, though, right? I watched, yeah, I watched all of Godzilla Minus One twice. Without, I don't know how to sleep through that. That would be, oh, it's impossible. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't have the cojones to do Luke's going and just watching Japanese things. I still haven't seen. Oh, you could, you could do it with that. It's pretty basic, like in terms of plot. You you can get it from like when they're screaming and when they're happy, you know. (laughs) It's like (laughs) that's a super dramatic film. So yeah, you can tell when someone's upset or what they're feeling. But you know what a fucking kamikaze pilot looks like. It's not complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Godzilla doesn't even talk. So you don't even have to worry about that part. He just says, Screonk. Sooner or later. It's going to yeah. happen. Sooner or later, Godzilla is going to be like. He's, no, Godzilla's already called bitches. Yeah, that's going to be like that. Like like when the Predator oh, no, says um, motherfucker in Predator 2. It's going to be Godzilla's, like that. Godzilla's son talked in one of the old ones. Right, I, I and he think told I you th- he told you things that Godzilla had told him, but Godzilla didn't directly talk on screen. Mm. King Kong that... talks with sign language. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I want I want them to give King Kong just a collar that that translates to uh to words, but it's just really loud. Just give him a really plan to the apes moment, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the newer ones where where Caesar finally talks and do that with King. Oh Kong. yeah, that was incredible. That was one yeah. of the best things from any Planet of the Apes movie ever. I know. I remember. It'd it be in the theater, calm. just be like, no, no, just yelling you were, no. You were theater. screaming no? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Next year is Ape Year 2024. Because we've got new Planet of the Apes movie, new King Kong movie, and the um, Donkey Kong Land opens at USJ. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe. It's going to be a, a big year for Ape fans. Right. Do you think so... there's going to be a new Donkey Kong game? Feels like it I wouldn't be, be surprised. Yeah, it's about time. At the very anyway, least, I've... I put Donkey Kong 64 on the Switch, which, as I understand yeah, I think... it, is an insane collectathon, but I still want to play it. I've never played that one at all. I've only played the Super Same. Nintendo ones, and I haven't played Tropical Freeze because it's always $40. And I was just like, oh, it's a on. banger, though. It's a banger. Yeah, I might just pirate it. <laughs> yeah, do it, it. Do it. Yeah. I see you're playing a lot of Super Mario Wonder. You enjoying that? I'm literally playing it right now. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what's on your t-shirt there? What is on your oh, this t-shirt? Is from it's one of the t-shirts you can get. Oh, okay. I only saw like the top three pixels. So just for a moment, I was like wondering if, if that was some Mario there. Because it looks like a little bit like a fly- fire flower on, on our screen. Listeners, so. if you think it's rude that I play video games during podcasts, you should donate more to the Patreon. So I take it more seriously. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah, if you don't, I'm going to start playing video games too. That's it. <laughs> I have to hold this microphone, so I can't really do much with the video <laughs> games. <laughs> I'm I'm always ADHD switching between a million tabs on my browser, which is a game. Oh, I, I think if Somebody I think I focus more on the conversation if I'm doing this. It's like totally I um I have to doodle during meetings at work or I cannot listen. <laughs> gotcha. I was showing Mercy my old notebooks the other day, and she was just like, the fuck is this? And it's like all these <laughs> disgusting little goblins that I've drawn. <laughs> That's what my high school and university notebooks look like. So, <laughs> uh, I have some work ones. Oh no, I grew. Did I grow out of it? No, I just stopped. Taking notes. <laughs> no, I I do have some work ones where I did that. I think. I have to. No, I now you just sit in the corner and literally play on your iPad. <laughs> 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 no, I use the the iPads for the meeting. Yeah. Mm, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, where were we? On I wonder one. why it's always pointed at the ceiling and I can't see any of your faces. <laughs> hey, it so, always but... starts on me, but then I have to turn it so everybody can see it. <laughs> so this like film won a, a shitload of awards. It's ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so higher than this. Only seventy seven on Metacritic, though, which I found interesting because that's... that's not. I mean, that's high, but it's not like hmm. crazy high. The Metacritic. Oh no, that will that will be the specifically the critics part, won't it? That won't be the. Um, I think so. Like they Maybe. separate out critics and user reviews, because I can definitely imagine this um, not doing so well in like 
pure user rate. Although this IMDb rating yeah. is pure users, right? So Yeah. I mean, if like right wing people are watching it, they're probably very mad. Um, Look at what they did to that guy. Maybe they're happy about it. I don't know. That's a good uh, I think I think they would see it as like representation of something they think happens, right? That is because right wing right wingers love to talk about all the false accusations, even though the percentage. I mean, I'm I'm talking with adults at least. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the the rate of people being falsely accused of rape compared to the rate of women actually being raped is like. It's not even incredibly worth slim. Right? It's... Yeah, it's incredibly slim. That's that's kind of that that brings me to how which I is feel why I was worried of... about this film when I first read the synopsis. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, this is definitely. It would be good. If Do I want to watch that? <laughs> yeah, if if it had been handled differently, again, it would have felt terrible because I know a lot more people who have been actually who have told me about getting sexually assaulted than I know people who have been. You know, falsely accused and had it done. Any- I know people have been falsely accused and it didn't really do anything. Like, mm. Well, that, that's I it. Hope- probably weren't going after <clears throat> because small most children, cases, I hope. most cases no. where it does happen, nothing happens to the perpetrator, right? I worked with a guy who definitely did, and he definitely went to jail forever. But that mm. was like they had video evidence. Like that's okay. that's how that's it. it. That that's the level of evidence you need, right? In these kind of <laughs> yeah, cases, that, that's it's a really hard. It's really hard to get convictions on these kind of crimes mm-hmm. because it does That's... turn into he said, she said. Well, there is that everyone assumes that children don't lie about well, things like this, which, okay. I mean, they, yeah, they, what's, yeah, what did, did okay, Mark, did... you just have an answer to a question I've been asked. So well, go for it. I'm sorry. I was going to specifically ask you guys a question like, how do you feel about the idea that children wouldn't lie? Children lie all like the fucking bullshit? time. Yeah, that's the thing. It feels children love to lie. Children lie for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and 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 they do that thing where if you try to call them on it, they just stare and like I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, yeah, maybe just a product of a friendly small village. Where, but what I like about this film, um, like it didn't really make the child. I didn't hate like Mads didn't hate the child for what she did he understood yeah he didn't hate her and i felt like the film itself didn't hate her it wasn't because um, just marcus just marcus but you know catharsis thing the thing right-wing douchebags bring up is like oh you're innocent until proven guilty which they apply to rapists but they never apply to rape victims Mm -hmm. and like if you if he's innocent of being a rapist, she's innocent of making it up to get fame and fortune, as well. Whereas it's almost like the man is innocent until proven guilty, but the woman is guilty and she'll prove him guilty. Yeah, uh, which this film again doesn't really do. Like no one, even after it turns out he hadn't done it, and everyone believes him, he still forgives her because he understands that she's just a little kid who said something silly. And keep in mind, the law very quickly realizes that there's nothing going on here. He's only in jail like one night. Yeah. <laughs> and then the arraignment, the next, they basically toss out of court because, yeah, it doesn't, it's like, you know, the basement in the Alamo if you're a Pee Wee Herman fan. So <laughs> it, this really seems like a case. The basement ping pong. The place yeah. basement comet ping pong. <laughs> I, I think it's really a case where we don't really understand how like light a touch the police is in uh denmark or wherever yeah 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 um i think because the uk compared to america it's a lot lighter and then i mm-hmm. think denmark is that that far again it's like, like a, it's it, like the whole thing of what americans consider left wing is considered right wing in every other country <laughs> yeah of course it's like, like yeah. you can't you can't run for president and say even even now with it kind of gaining momentum you probably couldn't run for president and say i i'm going to get rid of private prisons and you know defund the police they would just be career suicide hopefully that won't always be the case but um um so i wanted to go back a few minutes when you were asking about how this how people feel about this movie now and how it's evolving which um if if our list that we talk about if if people don't know basically i froze on my birthday march 2nd 2023 at which point this was 89 Apparently, it has slipped a little bit in popularity. It's got the little red down thing, and it's uh, now 95 as we're recording it. So, it, you know, there might be a few movies up. this year. 
no, no. Oh, ninety-five on the list. On the list, I thought you meant eight point nine to nine point five. So no, no, no. It's 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 actually the same rating. My guess is there's a couple you know winners this year that have maybe eked up above mm-hmm. it. Is probably what happened. But it's not a movie that's just gonna stay. But also, yeah, the the list is decided by like the third decimal point sometimes. Right, exactly. So it bounces around. But uh, in case everyone's wondering where these numbers come from, it's a it's a list I froze from IMDb on my birthday. So. <laughs> Uh, so it, it is currently in a slightly different place. And I imagine, I mean, it's as while it is a very good movie, it's the kind of movie that eventually would kind of drift off, I think. It, you know, I don't... It, would it? Well, I think it's it's not because of the quality or anything, but just because of the profile. I hadn't heard of this film until it came up on the list. Right, so I wouldn't so imagine it's, get, it's not getting watched that often. So it's not like it's going to be getting reappraisals and new reviews to move it up higher. Yeah, I never heard of this, and this is pretty much the. I mean, obviously, I love this movie, and that, um, this is something that I'm glad the list gave to me, but I'd never heard of it at all before. Well, in terms of votes, just to put in perspective, Avengers: Endgame has had 1.2 million votes, whereas this one has had 355,000. K, yeah. So that's I mean, actually pretty high, though. That is pretty high. Yeah, so people have seen it, but it's it's certainly not one. Unless maybe in Denmark it is, it's not one that's really in the uh, cultural. Well, right I, I think it made it made some waves when it came out because it was like nominated for best foreign language picture and stuff. Yeah, it was at international. And, um, it won festivals. best picture at Cannes. Won, I think. No, he won best actor. Yeah, it's got some Mads power too. Yeah, because thirty-eight yeah, people like him. wins, seventy-three nominations. Yeah, okay, it's a well, lot. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's talked about it in the intervening eleven years. In, and perhaps, terms... as Mark and my me have both brought up a couple of times, I think it's what it does hits differently now than it probably did in 2012. And yeah, I think it's, been... but I actually think it having such a light touch um, is really to its credit. And it's better than anything that would probably get made today. Yeah. In terms of the question, is it film? Is it filth? You know, sometimes like to say, well, the subject matter is filthy, but. It actually isn't. The filthiest thing in this mm. movie is the beatdowns, and, and those were the parts that were the most fun to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, when the brother, sh- well, the brother's friend shows the little sister the porn, uh, there was a fully erect penis on that iPad screen. Uh, I don't think you could show that on like a rated film in the UK. Did we actually see the image? Uh, I didn't yeah. notice it. Well, okay, I mean, we did I was see that guy's wa- I was watching this right at the start, like... so... I was watching this on like archive.org. Mm. Huh. Um, because That's... there's no way I would have been able to legally watch this film in Japan because the best case scenario would have been in Swedish with Japanese subtitles or Danish, whatever. Yeah. You well, you would have got naughty as occasional English, but Yeah. Um <laughs> but so in the UK you can show a penis, but you can't show an erect penis. Hmm. I think uh, you but can maybe, show an erect... it's, maybe it's different in a still image, I don't know. I feel like you can show an erect penis in the U.S., but I could be wrong. I'm not entirely well, sure. I remember infamously um, South Park, the movie, had a dildo, and they wanted them to cut the dildo, so they replaced it with an actual penis, and that got through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, you, you can stand behind that schlong. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't remember seeing the iPad image. If huh. we saw it, just the dudes like you know hopping into the lake at the beginning where you did get the... You know. Well, where did you watch this, Matt? Um, like a Blu-ray download thing. Then yeah, maybe you were watching an American cut that did cut the image. That's what that, I'm asking. That might Shit. be the case. But yeah, I yeah. watched on Amazon. Okay. So, so yeah, when when they're showing the iPad, did you see what was on the iPad screen, Mark? I didn't notice, so maybe I didn't. Yeah, whereas I I saw like it's a woman looking at a big erect penis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't get that. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that might have been cut slightly. I, I watched the Puritan cut. So mine was slightly, <laughs> my, mine really didn't have any filth. Just Luke's mm. version had that that touch of filth. Circumcised <laughs> the cut. filthy touch. Circumcised <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be our tagline when we get more popular and need to advertise. We got the filthy touch. <laughs> I want to get a gym yeah. t shirt that says, I'm so cut, I'm circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, uh, I I am currently bringing up bad reviews for this one. I don't. Oh, know I can imagine there are some. 
There have to be. Oh, there has um, to be. I mean, there's certainly people that would not like the light touch. Here we go. Um, da, 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 there's a few. Yeah, the, 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 the debate I saw was like some people saying how like it does a good job of making every character relatable. And then other people being like, no, I fucking hate everyone in this village. <laughs> okay, yeah. here, here's here's one that at least um seems to have like points they're making as opposed to just mm. I'm bored. Which is uh the hunt poorly written abuse apologia apologia. <laughs> the mm. hunt reads like abuse apologia because the story does not have people reacting in a realistic way to sexual abuse. What is far more likely to happen, indeed, what happens constantly in our culture is people excusing child abuse because they are close to and like the abuser and saying a child is confused lying because it's easier and because obtaining proof is nearly impossible. All the kids suddenly turning on their teacher because children lie, even though we see that there are manipulations in place for Clara to arrive at the conclusion she does, that makes no sense for the other kids. This is chalked up to hysteria, but it is not explained and doesn't follow the movie's own logic for how a child may be manipulated or how parents might ignore what a child is actually saying. Um, that that's the crux of it, I think. Mm. So, well, oh, oh here, there, there, I one, I don't agree with what I just read, but they a, a little later down, I said I was going to stop, but uh, they do make a point. A more realistic angle would have been to have Clara's brother to be an abuser, which he kind of is, if we go with the picture. He is by legal definition, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> but he doesn't actually, you know, do anything like physical because there is that scene where i said i thought that might happen which i guess this person did too otherwise though it's like the opposite of what we've been saying we've been talking about how the reactions are so realistic and naturalistic and they're like nah this is all not what people do but i think it's not what people do in movies <laughs> yeah 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 this is this is something which is very real but i haven't seen depicted before yeah definitely feels different for a like movie. there was a case in the uk where a pediatrician's house got like its window smashed in because people misunderstood the word. Oh right. my god! Like well, I'm thinking, know. like what would be something else uh, that was considered this naturalistic? And I, I don't know, to kill a mockingbird, which is still very stagey. Uh, I mean, great movie, but yeah. stagey and you know, old Hollywood, right? Well, so. No Country for Old Men, uh, probably, probably there will be blood. Even though both of those movies are kind of. Absurd. Blood's really stylized, though, which this one has like no stylized. I mean, it's well made, mm. but it doesn't have stylization where there will be blood is all stylization. That's why I like it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just thinking in terms of no country just... be closer. I mean, it's got some stylization, but it's, it is a little closer to like a Euro film vibe, I guess. Well, I mean, the, uh... the Scandinavian, I guess, because if we're talking Italian films, obviously oh. they get freaking weird. I don't know, 400 blows. The, the, what, like French New Wave? Yeah. That's pretty natural. That's pretty, that's just people chilling. Yeah. Am, am I French. horrible if I'm just like, French New Wave films are usually boring as shit? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, because it's like, not on I the think, list. <clears throat> I think anything that doesn't have a dinosaur in it is boring as shit. So, like. <laughs> I think I like, I'm, I'm glad I watched hair. this film. I ain't watching it. <laughs> I will watch Jurassic Park 20 times before I come close to watching this again. I, I do think <laughs> Lucas, during the supermarket scene, Lucas was almost a dinosaur. <laughs> it's pretty close. Lucas the dinosaur. Yeah. No, I, I'm just thinking about like French New Wave because I watched a bunch of it on university as one does. And uh, I think I remembered liking Shoot the Piano Player. And I was really entertained by like how ponderous and weird Alpha is, and that was about it. <laughs> well, I'm not saying uh, there's mean, none of bad. that stuff is on. I've watched watch a lot. I guess I've watched naturalistic comedies, like a lot of British stuff is shot that way. Sort of post Judd Apatow stuff is almost yeah. like that. that, except Judd Apatow's stuff is kind of insufferable sometimes, but it is realistic people being realistic because yeah. a lot of it's improvised. Well, but then as the years have gone by and it became more of it's like kind of, you know, just its own little cottage industry, it maybe lost a lot of that because now it's just the Apatow thing, you know? I, I did not like Trainwreck. I don't know. Partly I... that, that was like slut shaming the movie, basically. Okay. As Luke and I have mentioned, you know, living in Japan, we come across very few comedies. So, mm. and Luke and I are convinced they don't make comedies anymore, which actually seems to be kind of the case anyway, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, weird was. Didn't you say you didn't see that? 
Oh, it's all weird. Matt's seen it. I've got it on my computer. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. I oh, definitely need that too. That don't worry. Weird. Classic. No, weird's great. Well, the moment we're watching Christmas movies, so we watched Elf and Die Hard this weekend. Neither of which Mercy had seen. And the Hunt. Wow. Your new, your new Christmas yeah. movie. What did you think of Die Hard? Oh my! I love watching Die Hard with her because she's like, she's so not film literate in the way we are that she's like. He's gonna die. He's not gonna make it. And I'm like, yes. Mercy, it's an hour into film. John McClane's not gonna suddenly die. <laughs> He's got four sequels that... to show up in. <laughs> but that's a, no, that movie is the perfect movie to go in blind because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just super ten- tense. Like, his wife's gonna die. Is his wife gonna die? That's, I hope not. This is a Christmas movie. <laughs> what well, if you're really into Alan Rickman, is Rickman gonna die? Is Rickman gonna die? And then Rickman she dies. She was excited when well, she finally recognized Alan Rickman. <laughs> Well, also, I mean, Alan Rickman really thought he was going to die because there was the whole thing where they, they did. They, they did tell him when they were going to drop him. <laughs> so that facial reaction is great. That's what <laughs> Doctor like... Doom does with a steer fall. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that was terrifying. <laughs> it was great, but it was very. I, I yeah. talked to my friends who were afraid of drop rides into going on that. And isn't I isn't it more of bad. a thrust ride like well, Doctor Doom is gently is... thrusting you? It's scarier than a th- drop ride because when it you're launched straight up, you feel like you might not actually reach the top. You feel like you might just keep going. Like your, cool. your mammal brain. Yeah. When, when you're dropping, you're like, at least you might just die and, and end. <laughs> you know? You're not just going to fly off into space. Well, you'll die that way too. Yeah. They don't, they don't have air in space. Yeah, of, course. of course. But that, but you know, that's, you know, a long time of, of suffering. If it somehow was just, a ride that was several hundreds of miles tall. Anyway, I don't notice. know why I brought it up because I've never been on Doctor Doom's Freefall. So now you should go. It's got a great pre-show, mm-hmm. possibly the best I've ever seen because it's just a wacky cartoon like thing about Doctor Do- how you should sacrifice your life for for uh, what's that? Laveria. <laughs> yeah, Laveria. <laughs> okay. I almost said Transylvania. Like no, no, no. I've heard that's I've a heard real good country. Thing. That's what I'm bringing it up. What about Latveria? Because <laughs> yeah. they're not allowed to print the bad things. <laughs> you know what I bet Latveria has? I bet you can show an erect penis in a movie there. As I understand it, citizens of Latveria, for the most part, love living in Latveria. Yeah, I mean, if that was my president, if Dr. Doom was my president or king or he's, whatever, yeah. Man, he's absolutely. better than like all the prime ministers Britain has had in my lifetime. Yep, yeah, same president's. You'd kneel before Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to, I'm almost about to kneel to him, not even, with him not even be real. Yeah. Not I'd, sure, I'd, I'm sure it's I real. I think I prefer Doom to Reed Richards. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. A lot more fun. I like that tweet that's like, if the Avengers were real, we'd all fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, um, I'd like the X Men if they were real. Yeah. Well, when most of them are the some underdog. of them. There are 300 million of them, so it's, you got to pick your favorites, I guess. As an institution, I would approve of the X-Men. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess we'll wrap this one up then. And Does anyone have a, a final a final word? Oh. Just one word. You get one word. Penis. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fanny. I just want to... <laughs> oh, yeah, Fanny. I was going to say, it was sad that the dog died, but it oh, was Oh, yeah, there, there was a there was the a dog wrong was named done. Fanny. Yeah. <laughs> There, there was certainly a wrong done in that little bit. So yeah, that was that was sad. But also, you know, the dog was the British word for vagina, which is funny. Oh, also, was there some preamble to Lucas and Nadia's um relationship, or did they just like go straight? They go straight to home run there. I think they just <laughs> we saw them up, interacting at the the school, and they seem to be okay. I guess have a nice yeah. relationship. I, I mean, I don't know about 20s, you guys. That felt realistic to me as yeah. somebody who is definitely. Well, I'm not saying that, that might not happen twice. <laughs> I like, guess usually in a movie, there's like a little more buildup that, you know, you take her to dinner first, have a nice date and then. No, you know, yeah, not they in. Skip, they no. skip that. Okay. That not has in, been skipped in the past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the They Danish don't have time. Way. They this have to the get Danish to the breakup way. as quickly as possible. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. Then I guess did, uh, did you guys the version you guys watch whenever she spoke in English the subtitles were just in all caps? I had no. Oh, I, I had no subs when she spoke English. Yeah, it was really annoying. Okay, <laughs> thanks Amazon. <laughs> She's just anyway. screaming at everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, anyway, bye. Play.
Bye. He just ended it. You can find us. He's gone. He probably just goes somewhere. Go ahead, Mark. You can do that. You can find us, some of us, at patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. Uh, throw us my server bills. Find stuff. Po- find other podcasts such as Podcast 1999 about Space 1999, Blue Clothes Pokemon, Hyrule Field Report, A Cold Disney, Time Enough Podcast. Find it all. Okay, there you go. You, you Did you even know what you were saying? I did not. I was just trying to get to the breakup as fast as possible. That's hung in the air Erases my care To stand here breathless Beyond the Vanity Fair Cut sight of the truth How you live is your proof no going back now And enjoy will raise the roof We're still making tracks With no going back Embraced by a view so grand Out here in this pathless land So gold in the plains Resplendent the rains In the hoop center So only true love remains Many path one hill Track your bliss, your thrill no going back now Where it takes you hits your will We're still making tracks With no going back Embraced by a few so grand Out here in this pathless land Climbed up that great tree Found out that I could see Shines like a mirror Glimpsing you as part of me Have the courage of braves Don't mind making waves Chart your life Cause bold No slave to fear Nor the grave We're still making tracks With no going back Embraced by a few so grand Out here in this pathless land Out here in this pathless land